Hi, thank you for joining us for Going Deeper. I'm joined by Andrew, who um, brought the message this morning. And um, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper into what you spoke about. Yep, no worries. Awesome. Sounds good. Um, so you spoke about three key prayers yeah. yep. in your message. Um, the first one was to grow in our knowledge of God. How would someone actually do that? That That's a good question because it's really hard to do, I think, but right. it's really simple as well. Um, so as I said in the message that our knowledge of God isn't head knowledge, it's not knowing stuff about him that we can regurgitate. It's actually um, having a relationship with God um, and it's actually the triune God. So we have a relationship with God the Father um, made possible through Jesus Christ but also made possible by the indwelling Holy Spirit. So it's, it's I said, I think I mentioned it's spending time, you know, any relationship whether we with our spouse, our kids, friends, we actually have to spend time with them. Yep. But it's not just being in their presence, it's, it's conversing, it's, it's yep. talking, it's listening, it's sharing. Um, and I think the deeper a relationship is, in, in the physical sense, um, the more intimate it is because of how vulnerable yep. you make yourself. Um, and, and I think it's the same with God. So the more we can be open and honest with God in what we share with him, what we speak to him about, um, the more we can hear from him, either through his spirit or through the word, um, that's how we grow in our knowledge of God. And what I love about the Christian picture is that, that our life here on earth is a continual growth journey. Mm. Like There's not going to be a point where we arrive yep. or we think no we've way. got it figured out. So. <laughs> Oh, that's been my experience. <laughs> sure, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. So I think it really is just about spending time with God really intentionally um, and being vulnerable, vulnerable and honest in that space. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Well, the second prayer was to embrace the hope we have in Jesus. Why is hope so important? Yeah. That's, th- this really jumped out at me actually when I was putting this one together because um, the hope that Paul explains is a hope for this glorious future of inheritance with Jesus of the whole universe. Um, so that's a pretty big picture. Yeah. Um, and so we, the hope is that we're trusting God at his word, that that's our reality, that's our end point. And so we can do whatever we need to do in this life and we can go through whatever presents itself because we know what the end is like. Yeah. Um, so I would often think about... You know, people who don't have a Christian faith or people who don't um, even believe in God, that there is a sense of, um, you know, just nothingness. That, yep. that, that There's a sense that there's nothing at the end. Yeah, that's and often scary. Yeah, 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 scary. So a yep. lot of people have a real fear of death if yep. that's their true held belief. Um, and I don't know what meaning or purpose you can get out of the your current life if if it's all meaningless and nothing matters at the end. So trusting God at his word, that that's where we're heading towards, that's what's for us. Um, The hope that that is our reality enables us to just stand in where we are. Um, And so that passage that we've shared many times around, um, you know, sharing your hope with others if they ask you, but do it with gentleness and respect. Yeah. my personal journey through this has been that I haven't understood that hope well enough for a lot of my Christian 
walk. Yeah. So if anyone did ask me about it, I didn't really know how to explain it, so therefore you avoided putting yourself in a position yeah. where somebody might yeah. ask you about it. Um, so my hope for us is that we as a church can really push into this and understand what it is, and then when we are looking for that common ground with people, um, we will be well positioned and actually well equipped to share that hope with yep. others, knowing where we come from. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, your third prayer was to understand the power of God available to the church. Yeah. What could this look like? I don't know, because um, <laughs> <laughs> like again, understanding the power of God. And in the passage, it talks about the same power that raised Christ from the yeah, dead is available. It's massive. <laughs> yeah. like, um, and I don't know about you, but I, my lived experience in the church is that you don't see a lot of that. Yeah, um, yeah I'd agree. Yeah. But, but when I say that, what I'm probably thinking is you're not seeing signs and wonders and miracles, yeah. thinking that that would be an expression of the power of God, yeah. which it is. But I also think the power of God is, is that surrendered position to allow him to change us. Yeah. Like God's power in us. So I'm not the same person I was 30 years ago in <laughs> terms of my relationship with God. But obviously I'm different <laughs> physically. <laughs> a little bit greyer and a little bit rounder. But, um, but, yeah. um, but the idea that God's power... If we surrender to it, will change us to be the type of people he wants us to be, to be the type of community he wants us to be. Um, and I think too often we don't allow ourselves to plug into that power and mm. allow that change to happen because we want to have control yep. or, or we want to be masters of our own destiny yep. to some degree. Yep. Yeah, so uh, it's a hard one, like, I think, and I think we need to really grow in that. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that that's what we're called to, to understand that power that's available to us, live in it, yeah. so that God's actually visible yeah. through us. Imagine, yeah. imagine what church could look like if, if everyone grasped just even a little, a little bit of what the power of God yeah. could be like and in their lives and for us. Yes, it? and I think we would see some of those other things that we first mentioned, like there probably would be healings and miracles mm. and things because... That's God's heart. God's heart is for people. Yeah. Um, and his kingdom is about, you know, no sickness and pain and decay and death and, and things like that. Um, so it would be exciting, you're right. Imagine yeah. if, as a community, we really pushed into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, finally, you mentioned that the church is Christ's body through which he speaks and acts. How important is the church in this? What I've come to realise through just sitting in this passage for a few weeks is that the church is way more important than I've probably ever imagined. Yep. Um, I, I can't underestimate that. I, and my prayer for me through this has been, God, will you actually give me a picture of the church that aligns with your picture of the church? Because I don't think I've got that. Okay. And I don't think I've ever had that. Because <laughs> um, like we just said with the power, I think God's vision for the church and his desire for the church is so beyond what most of us have experienced in church life. Yeah. Um, 
like you, we've we've talked about this in the past that church life has often been a nearly like a an option to mm-hmm. take if you feel like it or if it's convenient yep. or you know maybe I'll step into a small group and maybe I'll talk to other people and maybe I won't <laughs> that, like as, as I'm reading through Ephesians the whole book of Ephesians but also a lot of Paul's other writings um, that option isn't available to us no, no we're, we're called to be God's children God's family um, and that's the truest reality about us if we're in Christ mm-hmm. um, but m- me I'll only speak for myself I, I haven't lived that very well um, so this has been a real, as I said, I think my picture of church has now been really elevated and, and I just need God to walk me through that gap between, between gap. where I think I've been and yeah. where I think he's calling us to and, and help me and us sort of journey that. Yeah, well, yeah. that's such an exciting thing potentially if, if, if we as the church understand how, much, how significant that is. Yeah. And that we're called to more than Sunday gatherings and that we have a role to play in this world. Yeah. Only exciting things can happen from there. That's right. Yeah. And I think you touched on that. We, we have a role to play in the world. Yeah. We don't, I don't have a very good global perspective on what God's doing. Because um, I'm it's so usually it's looking, hard. <laughs> I'm re- usually looking at my own situation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's big, it's massive. Um, but what I love about this environment is that we can journey this together and we just want to sit in the truth of God's word and allow that to shape us and allow that to lead us and direct us um, to be the people that God wants us to be so so I just found the whole thing really challenging actually (laughs) Um, but can I encourage you engage with the um, Bible reading plan this week that's on our website um, which we'll look at this Ephesians passage again but some other ones that complement it um, and then as a community, if you're looking at this in your home group, um, as a community, let's, let's discuss this, let's encourage one another in this and see where we land. Yep, yeah. so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yep. See you then.